Okay, today's an exciting episode because I have my official first guest that's outside of my personal circle uh, on my podcast today. So uh, but without giving too much information for everybody, I want you, Adam, to kind of introduce yourself just to start, let everybody know who you are, what you do, um, and where you're from, because I find all three things very intriguing. So okay. I'll let you introduce yourself and then we will get into today's episode um, and a little bit of a surprise topic that Adam has no idea about. Oh, oh no, I'm worried. Okay. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. It's you'll, you'll, you'll pass flying colors. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Okay. Um, thank you, Lindsay. Um, my name is Adam Tanami. I am a life purpose coach and teacher. I've been doing this for over 10 years now, helping lots of people find and and um, perhaps more importantly, really live their life purpose, which is actually the trickier bit. Uh, I'm based in London. Um, I work with people all over the world. Um, I've worked with people from homeless people right through to billionaires, believe it or not, and everything in between. And uh, And yeah, my passion is helping people to find their purpose and see their eyes light up and uh yeah just making a difference basically yeah amazing um and obviously if you guys know if you've been on my uh following along my podcast you know how much I resonate with Adam and how much we probably have in common uh collectively and so what's really neat is I'll, I'm going to share a little bit of how we got connected um because I find it a little humorous because uh, with me being new to the podcast world still like a year, I would, maybe I'm not new, um, a year and a half in, I, uh, Adam had reached out to me through my podcast app of sending me a message and wanting to connect with me and be a guest on my uh, podcast. And I didn't even know that that was like a thing, how you could communicate with people. So, you know, we're always learning through life. And at first I was like, oh gosh, like, just like, sometimes Instagram where people will message you. And I thought, oh gosh, now it's happening with my podcast, but he was just genuinely wanting to be on my podcast. And it was just such a really authentic, neat way of connecting um, across the world, right? Like Canada yeah. to the UK. I find that just so fascinating. Um, world now. Right. Um, like Adam's probably a few hours out from getting ready for bed and I'm just uh, getting halfway through my day. So I just, I find that so fascinating with the world today of how you can connect with people and the power with, within it. Um, so yeah, the, today's topic, you almost slightly spoke on it a little bit. And so that's why I wasn't going to throw you off and talk about something completely abnormal, but it simply is how does one discover their purpose is what we're going to talk about because I don't know about you, Adam, but I find it's a big question I get a lot from clients or from the community of just like, they either like don't know what their purpose is, or they're like, how do you even find it? And I'm going to touch on my end and then you can open it up. Uh, we, we'll just go back and forth. But Perfect. I believe, I truly believe that your purpose is within you. Like you're like, I think to be born into this world already is the gateway to your purpose of the opportunity of like really bringing it to life and it's that like and I think we talked about this when we connected one-on-one is that it's that greater like that that next like level or greater self of you that I believe is already within you 
you just either have yet to discover it or you have fully let yourself um, almost like admit that that is your purpose, if that makes sense. Uh, but I would love to know your feedback and takeaway that on that, Adam, is like, how does one discover their purpose? Um, and you can even elaborate on how you discovered yours. And we can go back and forth. I, I'm happy to share how I've discovered mine as well. So no, that'd be good. Um, so that, that I don't know who said this, but that quote comes to mind. Um, there are the two most important days of your life are the day you're born and the day that you discover why. And I just love that. And, and it's really true. And um, a lot of people seem to believe that there's not a fixed purpose. There's kind of two types of purpose. There's, there's giving something purpose or meaning. And you could do that to your job. You can do that to raising a family. And all of those are amazing, honorable, great things to do. And they make a big difference to your life. What we're talking about is true purpose. And that's slightly different. That's genuinely generally given from god from the universe from your soul and it is something that's deep inside you and ordinarily it is something that kind of combines lots of the things that you've been doing in the past it can combine kind of your career focus certain skills your passions um, but occasionally it doesn't actually and i've had a few clients recently who've kind of had quite left of field purposes um, and when it, but when it comes through, it has a certain quality to it and it lights them up even so. And they're like, Oh, I hadn't thought of that, but that feels really good. You know? Mm. Um, and those are the moments, those are the moments I love. And that's why I do this work. Um, and then they're off, you know, they're off and their whole life. And it doesn't have to be dramatic. It doesn't mean you've got to kind of leave your job or, which I think puts a lot of people off. They're like, Oh, I don't want to know what it is because actually that might mean I've got to do X, Y, and Z. No, it will normally be quite comfortable, actually. It's normally bite-sized, small steps. Um, so, yeah, so your original question was, how do you find life purpose? Um, so some, I guess about 10% of clients come to me and they already know it. Um, but they are the exception rather than the rule. And uh, a couple that come to mind, one is making a documentary about spirituality and wants to bring that to the world. Uh, but she's been on that path for four or five years. And then my job is then to help her clear the blocks and the fears and the doubts as you start to get closer to delivering on that. Um, that's the big part. And um, for everyone else, myself included, life purpose comes to you. It's a, one, it's a question of timing. And two, it's a question of you've got to, you've got to build the strong enough foundation to build it upon. Um, so typically I, I work with clients, I'm coaching them for about two months as a minimum. And I find that kind of four to six, four to eight weeks is the period it tends to drop in. And prior to that, you've got to clear the fears and the doubts. And normally it, it presents as day-to-day -day stuff. So it'll be, oh, I'm having this situation at work or my partner is doing my head in or whatever it is. And different things will come up as the weeks progress but they're all helping you to kind of come a little bit more into the heart to feel better about yourself. So there's, there's those kind of wider pictures. And then there's also a question of, do you feel you deserve to find your life purpose? Because um, not everyone does. For some people, it's just something that is too big for them. And, and often they're just too scared to even go there. Because right, I was just say, like, they're just almost not ready to face it. 
Yeah, so that's that's the norm, right? That's the norm. It's a, it's such a big question, right? People, it blows people, it short circuits people. And look, the best way to self sabotage yourself and never have to do something is not even ever really think about it. So by short circuiting, when you kind of before you even have to engage with the question, is a brilliant way to never have to do it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I did it myself. I mean, that's not. I'm not. So no judgment because I I did it for a long time. Yeah, and so when was it for you? Uh, I found my uh, my purpose about nine or ten years ago, and it was in actually I'd been looking for it for a few years prior, and it hadn't come through, and I'd had to do a lot of um, healing work on myself, and then it actually dropped in in the middle of a meditation workshop, a weekend workshop, funnily enough, in New York. And uh, not like I do that every weekend by any means, but I happen to be in New York and that's where it came in. And it came in as a fully formed sentence for me, which it often does for my clients. Uh, I'll tell you what it was. Um, so it's to, uh, to stand tall and proud in your light and to sp spread light and love around the world. And it mm. came in and I was like, wow, that's quite cool, but a bit fluffy, right? It's a bit woo-woo, it's a bit spiritual. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I was like is you know is that it and what does it even mean but but very quickly like within kind of a day or two I knew that for me that was about overcoming my fear and I had paralysis about, around public speaking so I, I went away and I spent the next 18 months you know not all the time but going to Toastmasters which I know is you have in Canada as well it's all over the world so that's public speaking organization very good very affordable and and it's in London too so I, I was doing it here I had to go there every week I, it was above a pub in London and you have to go up these stairs and I remember every time I went up I felt like I was going up to the gallows it yeah. felt like oh, this is intense and then using the tools you, you need some tools when you're doing life purpose because it it makes you live on the edge, if not outside of your comfort zone. So mm -hmm. the fears and the doubts are going to come up, right? I'm sure you know that. Yeah. Yeah, totally right. Like, it's like even you, someone like yourself and someone like myself, it's like, you're, it's a never ending journey. Like, do you believe that like your purpose can change? Uh, yeah. I mean, that's absolutely my experience. Um, it yeah. comes, I call it, iter it comes in iterations. Because yeah. if, if if the universe, if God gave you the, the big one, you just you'd never do anything because it's too big to deal with. It's you'd be like overwhelmed. So it, it mm -hmm. comes in bite-sized amounts. I'm on yeah, about and as you pivot. grow, right? And as you pivot and evolve and overcome, like you said, those fears and doubts of your own, then new things I find um are gifted to you that can go with your purpose. That is 100% how it unfolds. And uh, yeah. I think the next, I think it took me 18 months with the public speaking. And once I got confident and capable with that, then it was like, boom, here's the next one. And the next one was, you, uh, you're, you're to help a million people. And I was like, well, okay, that's a big number. And then I had to start working towards that. So I launched a podcast. I started doing a blog. I started doing videos. And that was that also built on the public speaking thing. So yeah. it always makes sense. You're just always going to the next level. Yeah. Um, and sometimes and that, it doesn't make sense until you get to that next level. Sometimes oh, you have to like just receive a message and then like just do it. And then, and, and then, and then it kind of makes more sense when it happens. I know like while we're on the topic of public speaking and I don't think even my audience knows this about me. If, if you're listening and you know me personally on like a real personal level, you know this, but 
Um, for those listening and for yourself, Adam, it might take you by surprise, but I really want to emphasize on this example right now, because I think it can really help anyone listening in the fear of public speaking or creating your own podcast or getting on stage. I was that kid in class where like I would act distracted or busy to, to not be called on to speak. Or if I ever, if we were ever reading chapter books and we would go like up and down the aisles, I would like count how many times it would be for me to, that I had to speak because I was, I feared it. And then it took me so long as an adult to really come out of my shell. And I never in a million years thought I would do something like public speaking or a podcast because even to this day, um, and my audience knows this because I, I talk about it in one of my episodes or my intro, but like I don't always say the right words or pr pronounce things or I don't always use the right context, but I had to get over that fear of because I knew I had to do this next step of podcasting or public speaking and helping people that was like, I can't stay in the shell anymore. And so I had to get over that fear of speaking and not caring what people think and or how I sound it and here I am and now when people meet me they're like you're such an amazing speaker I'm like thank you but I wasn't once upon a time you have to get to that level instead of just saying like well I'm not good at it so I'm never going to do it yeah I love I love sharing that with people because it gives them permission to 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 suck until they're good right yeah and and, and because you will at anything that you just start at right um yeah, I just got sidetracked from that, but public speaking, but uh, yeah, oh, you were talking about how, uh, when it was for you. So was that nine to 10 years ago? Was that the same timeline-ish for you, same timeline-ish for you that um, you said you kind of hit a rock bottom yourself or was that a different timeline? Uh, that was a little bit earlier. I, um, so 2008, what would that be now? 15 years ago, I had a, I had a burnout or a breakdown. Um, I was, I ran, That's used to run, own a, and run a recruitment company. And uh, I was, I was up three hours in up from London in the North of England at a meeting with the, the HR director of a big bank. And I suddenly thought I was having a heart attack and uh, I carried on with the meeting and then went to another meeting. And I, I just basically, I was gone and uh, it took me two years for I could go back to work after that. So that set me on this journey because I was I was I was asleep. I wasn't spiritual. I wasn't working on myself. I'd had one or two sessions that obviously opened the door a little bit. And then the next two years when I couldn't work, I was just when I could, when I had the energy, I was going to different workshops and learning how to be how to heal myself and trying everything wow. basically go back to work at the time. Um, yeah, it was a gift. Yes. It's a great best thing that ever happened to me. Oh, that gives me chills because I don't know if you've had time to listen to that episode I told you. Did you listen to it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's why when I heard your episode about that, I was like, oh my gosh. But um, tomorrow actually marks nine years for me from my accident. Wow. And I actually spoke about this uh, last week to my just social media platform of just like, it's such a reflective time for me. Like I just, that day is so sacred and I reflect so much and I try, I always try to bring myself back into that place of how I was living nine years ago now to have had myself in that situation. And that was my breaking point. My breaking point was that like, I already was on the path of my purpose before that accident, but I wasn't living it. 
I knew it was within me and I knew it, it, I, it, that it existed, but I, I didn't give attention to it and I wasn't living it. And I, and, but that accident was that light bulb moment for me to be like, start living it. And yes, it has changed so much in the last nine years, but, um, yeah, tomorrow's just always a special day where I always like, I've always gifted myself time to like reflect and celebrate, uh, you know, life in general on a daily, but that day specifically. And it just, but that accident was that, that was my breaking point. Mine was like, okay, you were now gifted another chance at life. And now it's like, start living it. So when you talk about like your situation, I know so many people listening and so many people that I have conversations with find themselves in these scary situations. And it's, I hope that people can take that as a message of like, okay, so now what are you doing with that? Or like, what, what message did you just receive from that to then go live or find or be in your purpose? Um, yeah, yeah there's, a, there's a breakthrough, people call it, right? When you have a breakdown. But my my wish and kind of what partly why I do what I'm doing is so that people don't have to quite go to that extreme, right? Same. <laughs> exactly I, I had signs i had kind of yes I was gently okay. being nudged but i was yeah. totally ignoring it yes and same and 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 that's where i like to reflect i like to think like what what, what was i ignoring or what was happening around me and i i can remember and i think because i reflect on it so much i'm able to process it better um but i always say the same thing and i used to one of the biggest thing because of the accident had to do with uh falling asleep while driving is what is wild to me it now that we're on the topic of it and we'll get back is that like I used to always say the quote and I'm sure so many listening probably have said it yourself but I used to always say you know because you're so busy and so like on the go and do 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 and there's not enough time in the day but the famous quote I always used to say was that um I'll sleep out because people would always say like, oh my gosh, like you're not sleeping or when are you going to sleep? I used to always say, I'll sleep when I'm dead. And I stopped saying that quote when I almost died sleeping and like sleeping is a gift and we should all be sleeping more. And that's why I, that again, my break, exactly breakthrough, right? It's not a breakdown. You're breaking through. Words are Um, so powerful. My God. Yeah. But yeah, so anytime anyone says that now, like they're like, oh, yeah, I'll just sleep and I'm dead. I'm like, oh, no, you need to sleep. And so same as you, Adam, I'm like, yes, this is what this is part, of, part of my purpose is helping people be aware of their surroundings and their, their state and your being, because you can get so lost in it or you could, you know, the signs yet you're still ignoring them. And like um, one of the, really cool analogies that I've learned from one of my mindset coaches is that, um, have you ever heard of like a feather bricks and truck analogy? No. So, um, a feather, it's like a, it's like a little message from a feather that just like lightly grazes over you where it's like a warning sign of like, Hey, this is happening. And you, you like brush off the feather and you're like, yeah, whatever. And then you, a brick comes through your window and is like uh hello we Mm. warned you with the feather we we gave you that signal and you ignored it now here's a brick 
Well, if you ignore the brick, the truck comes. And the analogy of like, oh, when people say like, oh, I feel I got hit by a truck. Um, and like for me, when I think back to that car accident, but I've, I I use that analogy ever since. And I only learned that a couple of years ago. But when I think to my car accident, I'm like, yeah, I had the feathers. I had the bricks and I let the truck almost run me over. Uh, but yeah, anyways. There's a, um, there's a similar one that I've, I've heard over the years. Yeah, and that, sure. That's if you don't deal with something in the spiritual, you have to deal with it in the mental. If you don't deal with it in the mental, you deal with it in the emotional. If you don't deal with it in the emotional, you have to deal with it in the physical. And normally that means like an illness or something like the body's last resort to draw your attention to something. And if you don't deal with it in the physical, you're leaving, right? It's, it's that yeah. simple. Yeah, so. exactly. So yeah, another thing we share in common is exactly that. And it's like helping people like within, within our purpose is not only helping other people, um, whether they already know their purpose or find theirs is um, those little roadblocks or uh, signs that are there that we, we've been through and we've walked through. And that if we can be part of helping people eliminate that or um, prevent serious things happening, serious illnesses or broken relationships or injuries of some sort or life or death situations, then uh, that's pers my personal goal to with my purpose attachment. Um, so you have a different range of clients, you, right? Like you have some people that already know their purpose and some that don't. Yeah. So do you have any recommendations? Like, do you want to share any recommendations for anybody who feels like they're stuck or lost? Yeah. So they, they, don't, they don't know their purpose or, or they do. They either like don't know it or like they're like, they're open to discovering it, but they are lost or stuck on um, finding it. Yeah. So there are three things I would suggest that you could do right now, or at least start right now without needing any, uh, any particular uh, lesson or instruction. Um, the first one is set your intention. Um, intention for anyone who doesn't know setting intention is the most incredibly powerful thing. So you, you know, you just basically put it out there. You say, you say, uh, I want to find my life purpose now, please help me. And that, that is an incredible thing. It will come back to you in some shape or form. Uh, and there've been some incredible uh, studies. And if you've read that book from, I think it's uh, Middle Miss, um, she did this amazing study in Washington, D.C. And uh, I don't know if it's her who did it, but it's, a, it's a one that's in her book. And they're basically, they had a thousand monks go to Washington, D.C. and they prayed for peace. Okay, their intention was peace and they focused on peace and they did it over two weeks. And they famously, the local TV station interviewed uh, the chief of police and it was midsummer, like the hottest two weeks of summer when crime normally is, is much higher. Mm. And the chief of police said the only way that we're going to reduce crime, I think their goal was 30%, uh, is, is if we have 10 feet of snow in Washington over the next two weeks. And obviously it's like hot, baking summer. So they start, these thousand monks start doing their intention, start visualizing peace. And uh, the crime rate, I believe, fell by about 40%. And everyone was just completely gobsmacked. 
So you see the mind is super powerful. And I think there's really something about coming back to the focus on, you know, I need to, I want to know my life purpose and, and feeling as if you've already found it. So that's yeah. the first thing I would say. Um, the second thing is you need to get still enough in order to be able to receive your purpose. And typically that for me is about meditating. Um, it doesn't have to be dramatic. You haven't got to do three hours a day, cross-legged lotus position. Uh, if you can just start to do 10 minutes a day, ideally at the same time every day. And for me, it works best first thing in the morning, get it done. And you can do a guided meditation. There's thousands online. Um, there's some on my website, which if you haven't ever meditated, will teach you how to do a very simple breath-based meditation. And um, I guess we can put the link to that at the end. Yeah, I'll put the link in the show notes to get to your website. Cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah, and and so if you've struck, like so many people, they've tried meditation, it's like, oh, it didn't work for me. I'm too busy in mind. That's not an issue. You just need to learn that that's part of the process and to welcome it and catch yourself and smile as you're doing it. And once you make that flip, it's so much easier. And be patient with the processing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah, you're going to have to do that. <laughs> yeah. It took me a long time, too, when I got into meditation. So from someone that's experienced now, um, same, like with a busy mind, like. It, yeah, it oh, your mind's patient. really busy, is it? Yeah. Yeah, so it'll work. Um, so start doing that 10 minutes every day. That will improve your intuition. What not a lot of people talk about this is when you're meditating and you do it regularly, your intuition will start to get better and better. So you're able to receive more clarity, more guidance, more, more intuition, more knowings. And, and that's how your, how your life purpose will typically come to you. It will come to you out of the blue. You could be sitting on the bus. Unfortunately, a lot of my clients seem to be on the bus, on the tube in London, at work. They're not always sitting in front of me when their life purposes drop in. So I, it's especially nice when they're sitting right there in front of me, even online, and you see that drop in and that, oh, it's like the aha moment yeah. is incredible. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so those those are the two main things. And then I would, I would, I would, I would love you to just in your meditation sort of just keep focusing on as if you've already received your life purpose and you don't need to know even to imagine what it is. You just have the feeling that you know what it is and that's going to draw it to you like a magnet. Um, yeah. But you know, that will work for, for some people, for others, they're going to need to do some inner, inner work, do some healing, some coaching, some clearing to clear some of the fears and the doubts and insecurities. And, you know, for some people, there's no way around that. It just is how it is. Yeah. Um, then there's Agreed. divine timing and it will just come, might come straight away. You might get a download straight away or it might take a few months or longer, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Those are all three great points that I agree to. Um, and even in the meditation piece to it as well, um, thanks to you. And after our session together, um, it was something like, as an experienced meditator, like I, and like, I know, and I do, but since we connected in that session, I've been like waking up. I don't give anyone or anything like any attention until I have, I do a 10 minute stretch and then I go right into a meditation and cool. just in like a short period of time, it like world of a difference just in like my every day and everything that I do and just like how um I show up and like that the silence in meditation 
is just like such a gift on its own just to see like what comes out from you um no matter what type of meditation because like you said there's like billions you, you could choose from so again i highly recommend to you even if you think 10 minutes is too much for you like go find a five minute one go like or just like start i know it can like i thought that's why i said be patient with the process because i remember when i started i was like no like no, no, I can't do this. And then I, you have to, you have to keep doing it just like anything, right? Just like riding that bike and just like starting anything new. You're always going to suck at it until you get a little bit better. There's, um, a, there's a famous Buddhist uh, monk saying uh, that's basically, if you haven't got time to meditate today for half an hour, meditate for an hour. <laughs> and the more you think about it, the more you're like, oh yeah, yeah that really yeah, yeah. That's funny. That makes I mean, I, I mean, now that I'm so in, into it, I'm like, I, I would do it. Um, and then the other thing I want to touch on too, that number three is for anyone listening as well. I think, um, you know, even as like, you probably know, as a life purpose coach yourself and the coaching that I do is that like us as coaches even like need coaches. But if you're, if you feel like you're stuck in that, um, like you said, it will work. Those three things might work for somebody who's maybe already on the path to their purpose, but also knowing that there's people out there to support and help you with that because there are things that need to be broken down or healed or brought to surface and before you can may maybe allow yourself to receive the messages in that next step um but just knowing that like there's people out there that um are there to help you along the way and like that's part of our job and that, that there's nothing wrong with that and i think sometimes people forget that 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 is an actual thing to um, invest and have someone to help you get to that next step or support you in whatever that is. So Adam, for you, how can people um, find you or connect with you? I know I will attach it in my show notes, but if you want to share the best ways that sure. if anyone wants to connect with you. Um, sure. Just, just I just come to my website. It's uh, Adam Talami, T-A-L-L-A-M for mother Y.com. That's the easiest way. All my contacts are on there. Perfect. Yeah. yeah I'll touch button. it for them. Um, anything you want to touch on or add before we wrap this? I um, mean, gosh, I can't believe we've been talking for 30 minutes, but I'd like to make an offer to your listeners, to your, uh, your audience, and just say, if anyone would like a free session, one hour, no obligation, uh, if I can help anyone who's interested to take a step on the journey or find out what on earth we've been talking about, because it is hard, right? We can talk about it a lot, but until you've actually tried doing the work, it's a little bit out there and a little bit intangible. Um, you know, people often come with a, you know, a, an issue that's showing up in their lives. And by the end of the session, you help them work through that and they leave feeling great. Right. And that's, that's generally what it is. I mean, there's nothing to worry about. That's, just helping you along and then yeah good job. That's a, that is so generous of you um what's the best way to make that happen for people if anyone's interested just just come through my website or we'll put my email address at the bottom it's adam at adamtalami.com yeah. and uh, yeah drop me a line and is there a way that they will um know that it was through my audience or uh i'm not quite that advanced to have coupons or anything like that but yeah, yeah. no that's okay just, just um, quote lc what is it life purpose with lc yeah maybe if you guys are interested and you go to his website and connect with him with adam just make sure that you just add like that you listen to the episode with me on uh life purpose with lc just so that it is openly communicated and 
um, yeah, that, but that's so nice of you. And for anyone that is interested, I highly recommend. I had a session with them a week and a half ago and it was, like I said, incredible. And this is from someone who already is living within her purpose and experienced and doing the work already. So for yeah. someone that is curious or just wanting that extra support or nudge, or even if you just want some support on the meditation piece, um, you're in good hands and we'll have a wonderful experience. Wonderful. Thank you, Lindsay. I've enjoyed it. Yeah, Adam, thank you so much. Thanks so much again for reaching out to me and for wanting to be on uh, my podcast episode. And I'm sure and know that we will stay in touch and be connected. Definitely. So um, for everybody that listened today, thank you so much. Again, like always, let me know what you thought of this episode. Let me know what you thought of Adam and our conversations and you know how to get in touch with me. And we, I will attach all of Adam's information and contact in the show notes and I'll talk to you guys real soon.